esoteric. At its essence, it is mysterious and only understood by a select few. Love, too, is often a mystery to the masses. Even though relationships and marriage can be challenging, we all need and desire love. This is Esoteric Love, the only podcast that shares the secrets to bringing love, marriage, and kids together to make a blended family work. Get ready to discover how you can find positivity in every situation on today's episode with your host, Melissa and Lorenzo, a.k.a. Big Renzo. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Lorenzo, a.k.a. Big Renzo. Hey, this is your girl, Melissa, and we're here with another episode of Esoteric Love. So basically, we're going to sit here and act like we wasn't gone for like <laughs> nine months? Of course not. I was about to tell you guys how much I missed you guys. Because yeah, you up here talking like we saw them last week. <laughs> you starting already? Well, because you don't try to act like you wasn't gone. That's all I'm saying. Don't act like you wasn't gone. I'm not. I missed you guys. I missed talking to you guys. Well, we missed you guys. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you guys missed us. Okay. They've been, they've been missing, missing us because people still been listening. Oh, you know, we've been gone a minute. I don't, I don't know this many. Uh, this, I don't know a lot of a lot, a lot of many. A lot of many. But oh my gosh, I miss you guys. But so we're here, we're back in full effect. Thank God. Thank God. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, so uh, we must say that the past, let's see, that's me counting for those that can't see, six months, the past yeah. six months that sounds about right. have been the most trying times of our lives, mm-hmm. okay, and let's just, let's just get into it real quick. So I'm just going to say that God works in mysterious ways. Let's just say that. Not that we were on the rocks or we were at odds or anything like that. But if anything was ever thought or like like any thought like, hey, I don't want to be with this person or hey, this person gets on my nerves. It's just like God just like shook our whole world. Mm-hmm. And slapped us in the face. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds bad, but slapped us in the face and was like, wake up, pretty much. <laughs> so, pretty much in August, my husband gets pneumonia. Okay. Mm-hmm. He gets really bad pneumonia. And the crazy man is not telling me that. Okay, I let's to- go back. I told you what I thought. No, see, let's go back. Okay, y'all know. I went to Crenshaw High School and worked at FedEx. <laughs> I didn't go to nursing school. So let's start okay, there. Okay, I, I was backing uh, okay, up. Okay, okay. I'm trying to make you ba- look crazy. <laughs> you, see how you, you see how you start okay, I'm listening. early on? I'm listening. Okay. We all know. I'm a nurse. Okay, we get that. So, of course, I know things and see things differently or whatever mm-hmm. in the medical world. But you still can describe how you're feeling a little better. So I'm, I know that he doesn't feel good. 
but I don't know that nothing. I'm like, okay, so I'm, so me, I'm automatically trying to figure out like, is he having trouble breathing, anything like that? Because those are things that, you know, I'm, I'm worried about. So, honey, are you having any trouble breathing? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. No. And I just feel tired. I'm just going to lay down. Okay. So this goes on of him just saying, no, he can't, he's, he's fine with his breathing. He's just tired. He's just fatigued. That's the word. Yeah. I'm, I'm traumatized yeah. from that word. I'm just fatigued. <laughs> what does fatigued mean? Like, what are you saying? Tired. <laughs> okay. So he just keeps telling me that he's tired. So one night I'm just like, no, cause he's stressing me out. So one night he does finally say like, okay, I think something's wrong. But by then it's been like three days or something. Yeah, sounds about right. It's been like three days. He doesn't tell me that. Oh, he goes to take my son upstairs and he can't breathe. You hear you hear the word breathe? Yeah, he doesn't say that though. He says he was fatigued. Instead of saying, hey, I was having trouble breathing when it I... felt like I ran a mile. <laughs> is what I'm saying. I thought I was just a big N-word. <laughs> And a little out of shape, a lot out of shape, because I had played football quite some years. And that's what it felt like. It felt like if you was running a whole lot of wind sprints and you couldn't do the last one. Yes, honey. Like. But when you got at the top of those stairs, you couldn't breathe, right? I had to let the little homie walk. Like, bro, you're going to have to figure this out, homeboy. You're going to have to walk the rest of the way. Either me, my dog will babysit that don't, didn't know how to get up the stairs, go by itself. But anyways... <laughs> But anyway, so finally he comes back down like, okay, I think I need to go to the hospital. I'm like, are you sure? You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I don't know. I'm just fatigued. So I'm like too through with him at this point. <laughs> so we end up not going that night. And then we're, sleep we're um, yeah, we're in bed going to sleep. So something woke me up and I'm just watching him, like I said, I'm just assessing and I'm checking out his breathing on my own because he's obviously not telling me what I need to know. And he didn't have a fever, nothing like it was nothing, nothing else. So there was not really anything I could gauge to figure out what was wrong with him. So I'm looking at him and his breaths are like so shallow. They're like, shh, shh, like his chest is shallow. And so I'm like, so I'm counting the breaths, you know, I'm doing the whole assessing him. I'm glad I didn't open my eyes and see you looking at me. You might have, I might have to make you catch these hands. I don't know what's going on. Seen too many movies for somebody to step over me. Way too many movies. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. You see, I know. Yes. So I'm, I'm watching him assessing, and I'm like, oh no, his 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 breathing is too shallow, and I'm like, and it's like slow. It's not like he's breathing Mm -hmm. fast. It's slow, but it's he's not taking full breath. So. Wake him up. Let's go. We go in. So we go to urgent care. We go to the urgent care that was. No, well, it's the hospital. It's the hospital too. No, yeah, it was the hospital actually. Yeah, it's both day together. And so I go there, but I know this. Okay, so we go to the hospital. They're saying all kind of stuff. Whatever they're saying stuff that I don't want to hear. Pretty much. <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, I'm about to move him. I'm about to drive him down the hill. 
you know, I'm about to drive him some to a different hospital. They're telling me, no, you shouldn't take him to the different hospital, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, y'all are not moving fast enough. And you try to kill my husband, we're going to have a problem. So, yes, let's go. Hey, you said that. I'm like, uh-uh. So they're, oh, okay. Well, I missed the part. So, yeah, so now. they did hook him up or whatever. This fool's oxygen is like almost 70, like almost in the 70s. And he talking about he just feel fatigued. And go, see, I can't even talk because you make <laughs> me bad. Anyways, he his oxygen is almost in the 70s. Yes, should I have kept him there? No. Is that low? Yes. But I'm not keeping him there for them to try to kill my husband. So. Yeah, well, that, that was the first time somebody looked me in my eyes and said, uh, I don't want you to die. Like, you don't want me to die, bro. What you mean? <laughs> yes, you know? they did say that. Looked me right in my eyes and told me that. Like, you don't want me to die. Bro, I don't like hearing that. Like, what you talking about? Yes. And so I'm like, okay. So I thought about it. But I'm like, okay. 35 minutes versus me feeling like they about to kill him anyways here. So I'm just like, let's go. We're going we gonna to figure this out. And mm-hmm. we sure enough went somewhere else. And, you know, they got him. They were doing what needed to be done and got him situated. And they were going to keep him as well. But I'm just sitting there praying like, Lord. Lord, I need you to understand. I do not, if he needs to be kept, he needs to be kept, of course. But I really don't want him to be kept. If there's any type of way that he can come home, like I'm praying. Yeah. So he's texting me like, they're about to keep me. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. So got to praying, got to praying. He texts me like, wait, maybe maybe they're going to let me go home. So we, what happened after that? We, uh, so they end up, letting him come home but they let him come home with so he had to be on oxygen um he had a Mm -hmm. blood clot that was the problem he had pneumonia and he had a blood clot in his lung so he was on blood thinners (laughs) how was that those injections let me let me explain something to you when she told me like when the lady was telling me she was like yeah you're gonna have to take these and you're gonna have to stab yourself in the stomach with this (laughs) i said i do what now you gotta take this little syringe thing and stab yourself in the stomach. Was it twice a day? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I it was something so. like that. I'm like, man, I'm not about to do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not about to do. It. I was like, well, can you call my wife over there? You tell her what to do. Oh, and it was like, well, we can't really have her over here. You know, of course, what's going on in the world. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man, okay, whatever. So I tell my wife what to do. So I hope I ain't leaving that note. But she already, <laughs> of course, she knows already. Yeah. So, Man, that was, my stomach was all black and blue. Yeah, so he, oh my God. So he ended up, good thing, he ended up being able to come home. He had to come home on oxygen, like I said, blood thinners, um, of course, like steroids, stuff like that. But there were still a few scares where we were possibly going to have to take him back. Like, you know, he was still having some trouble breathing and like, I didn't know if he was going to make it or not, but I knew I was going to yeah, do I everything. I couldn't do nothing without that um Yeah, that the oxygen. oxygen. Like, I couldn't go to the bathroom without Go to the bathroom, try to get in the shower. Like, he couldn't get from one spot to the next if he didn't have the oxygen mm-hmm. on. So, we just, 
like I said, just kept praying, all that. I'm driving like, Lord, please do not take my husband away from me. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just, I say that he works mysterious ways because it just, see, it just opened my eyes to like, of course, you know, you need your husband, you love your husband, you want, you know, want your husband, but it just really opened my eyes. Like, um, I can't lose him. I need him. Like, what? please figure this out. Yeah. So... As you see, he's nice and. I I I I like what you I like all what you're saying, but we we got to get to the meat and potatoes of something. So we're because you no hold on because you forgot that you pushed this three hundred some oh, odd pounds, dang. you know six three and something all throughout oh, this parking lot, all through about all that. through the hospital. I forgot about that because okay. I couldn't walk. Like it, walking wasn't gonna happen. Getting from the car, getting out the car to the street, yeah, got me done. So I I parked. So when we got to the other hospital, I parked. Um, to the front, he got out. I went and parked, came back. Well, I went and parked. Yeah. He's texting me like, I'm not going to be able to walk to the front by myself. Oh, I'm like. That sucks as a man that's able to, will feel like he can do anything. Oh yeah, that God. put me in a, in, a, in a tough spot. So I'm uh, like, oh, shoot. I'm like, what the heck are we going to do? So I run in there. And she has asthma. <laughs> she really has asthma. I run in there. I get the wheelchair Come back out to get it for him. Mm-hmm. Get him in there. I push him into the place. The place they sit. <laughs> I push him. Get all the way there. Like, I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. Like, up this and hill. My wife, I didn't mind that you were blowing your breath on my back of my neck. <laughs> because I get it. I, the thing is, I, I'm i trying to tell you I understand why you... You see would, how you do? Be, I understand. You better, that you okay, have, I can let you go and you roll down the hill. Exactly. That's why I said I didn't mind. I, was, I get it. Yes. A lot of inward you pushing. I'm pushing three something yeah. up, up, up an incline. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't. No, I didn't. I was just giving you your props. Yes, but as you see, he's nice and wonderful. So fast forward to so we we go through that. So we're dealing with that from August to. Like a month, we're we're dealing with that because it still took him a lot to yeah. build back up his his breath and you know being able to do things on his own, all that. So, but we're, he's good now. So then we fast forward. Like I said, God just shook our whole life. So as you well, you guys have heard us long enough, and as you can hear, I probably don't sound the same that I have always sounded. So, um, let me summarize this because this is a long situation but pretty much felt a lump under my chin didn't think nothing of it for some months but then i'm like a real paranoid type person with my health so i'm like nah you definitely i'm like nah doctor she already knows i'm crazy so she's like what do you need i'm like i got a lump i'm thinking of something for my tooth i'm thinking my tooth is like jacked up or something like that so i'm like i need some antibiotics She's like, okay, Melissa, here. So she gives me the antibiotics. And um, I take that for whatever, like two weeks. It doesn't go, it, the lump doesn't go down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so I let like three weeks or probably another month go by because I was so busy, you know, just busy with life. And so I'm feeling, I'm like, well, nope. okay, getting freaked out again. You even had me rub on it. Yep. I was like, I don't know what I'm, I mean, I guess it feel like a cyst. I don't know what's going on. It did on. actually feel like a cyst, like a little, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it felt like. So, 
I'm like, nope, doctor, I um, I need to CT scan because that the antibiotics didn't work. I need to CT scan. She's like, okay, Melissa, here you go. So once again, got busy with life, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, more time went by. Finally, they called like your your CT scan is about to expire. You need to come do it. And I'm like, okay, let me go get that done. Get that done. So in, so they scanned my uh, that the area. They marked where it was and they scanned that area. So come to find out that lump is nothing. But in the process of them looking at that lump, they find that I have nodules on my thyroid. Um, I have the, a bunch of nodules on my thyroid and that all my lymph nodes from like the middle of my chest up were swollen, were all swollen. Mm-hmm. There was one where my collarbone is that was the biggest. And so they're like, well, we have to biopsy it to see if there's anything wrong. So they go, um, so that's, so I'm like, okay. You know, so of course I tell my husband this is what's going on. They have to biopsy it. You know, I'm like, I'm still a thick girl. I ain't losing no weight. Uh, you know, so it can't be cancer. You know, I'm like, I'm I'm not losing any weight. And so we're like still going on about life until our, till that date. So I'm going, get it done. Um, they biopsy it. Of course, I freaked out because that's like a needle stabbing through your, mm-hmm. like, like a needle stabbing through your body pretty much. So I, and it's not as bad as it seemed, but what I put in my head, it was like horrible. So that was like traumatizing to even go through, but I did it because I knew I had to. So, um, did that. Next day, doctor calls me. So A, we all know, nurse or not, you all know, no news is good news. So if you're getting called and you're getting called by the doctor themselves, sometimes no, isn't so deep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes isn't anything good. So um so I'm like, okay, doctor, I know you you shouldn't be calling me. Your nurse should be calling me if anything. And she's like, you know, she's like real quiet and all that and she just tells me it did come back um, cancerous. The lymph node did come back cancerous and that the cancer is coming from your thyroid. And instantly my world stopped, you know. Oh, God. Okay. So this is like the first time really talking about it. So you guys don't mind me. This is the first time really talking out loud to anybody else about it. But, um... Instantly, my world stopped, and my husband is in the other room, I think, like, changing my baby or something, so that's all I can think about is me having to tell him, you know, me having to go in there and tell him what's going on, and, you know, just my babies, just all that is what's going through my mind, so instantly, like I said, everything stopped. I couldn't hear nothing she was saying at that point. Like, um, I couldn't hear, I don't know. So all I heard was that I have thyroid cancer. Um, it was a certain kind of cancer. It's one of the better ones to have, um, because it doesn't spread as fast, but because it's probably, I guess, been there so long it had spread. That's why it was in my lymph nodes, in my neck and in my chest and wherever. So it had spread. Um, 
<sighs> okay, and so good thing, you know, they instantly uh, got the ball, ball rolling. They got the ball rolling, and that next month I was scheduled for surgery. So that was November. So November 5th um, was surgery. That, again, was just horrible because, of course, we're in the time of COVID. So my husband couldn't be in there with me. He mm. couldn't even go in. He he couldn't even go in there with me to even check in. And that, that, that was tough. That was that was that hard. Was the whole situation was tough. But when they told me <laughs> that, see, I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to do that. So I don't know if y'all know that I've been veering off to the right because I don't want to do that. Because I did it a lot. I did it a lot. He's talking she about tearing know. up. She she knows, but um, all right. Y'all remember the scene from Toy Story three oh, when they were about to go in the fire pit and they all start holding hands and they didn't know they was gonna make it. That's what we felt like when I had to hug her for her to go inside there. I'm pointing at the camera, I'm sorry y'all, and she had to go inside the hospital and I couldn't go with her. Um, yeah. I couldn't go with her. Um, I'm hearing information six to eight hours at a time. Like, I wasn't hearing stuff rapidly. It was like, honey, I made it inside. Six hours go by. Or they said they're going to do this. Yeah. Another four, five hours go by. Yep, see. And then the doctor started calling. Yeah, then the, the doctor and then, calling me. Yeah, then the doctor started calling him. But yeah. But when she, but when, like, from, from, my, from my side, you know, when she told me that, like, you see these movies and you... You be entertained by these movies and you be in, invested in these movies when you're watching them. But when it's your life and it's really you, it hit a little different. Um, like what she said that she didn't that she didn't want to lose her husband. I, I I had to I had to take a drive. Like I had to take a drive and um, like talk to God and told told him straight up. Like I talked to God like he the homie. I don't I don't thee thou thee and all that. I'd be like, look, man. You know, you know the situation. You know I cannot be here without my wife. Like plain and simple, um, we got a long life ahead of us. Uh, God, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because I don't want to do that. But I just pretty much told him, like, look, man, we we got to get through this. This is before the surgery. This is before. This is right when she told me, um, we got to get through it. You know, so we got to go yeah. ahead and take the wheel. Yeah, and so, like you said, it's like, it's a, it's, you know, it's a surgery. It's a serious surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, because it spread to my lymph nodes, pretty much they cut me. You can't see it right now, cause, but they cut me here. Um, you're going to have to watch the video if you want to see where they cut me. But um, they cut me straight here and pretty much lifted my face and lifted down and lifted, lowered my chest pretty much to get everything out um so of course you have to be um you you have to be put to sleep they have to put the tube down your throat they do all that so you know of course they're experienced but there's also that chance that you can not make it or there's that chance that you know i have asthma so my lungs collapse it's, it's a lot of risk involved with with those things so it was just really scary to not know if that's the last time I'm seeing my kids, last time I'm seeing my husband, and he can't even go in there with me. Like, it was just horrible. Like, it was just, I hugged him for so long. Like, I didn't even want to go, I didn't even want to go in there. 
And then he just ha had to drive away from me. Like, there's nothing he could do. He just had to drive away from me. So I know that hurt him as well. But, um, so yeah, so I got the surgery, got done. Um, I got out of it. You know, I got done with the surgery. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, I got out. I got done. And I'm alive. Uh, eight hours later, let's say. Eight hours later. Mm -hmm. So a few hours later, I start seeing that my face was more swollen than when I came in. I mean, when I first got it done. So I'm asking the nurses, "Are is this normal? Blah, blah, blah. I'm asking questions. They're telling me, yeah. Everybody's telling me, yeah, everything is fine. And then I'm like, no, something ain't right. So it goes all the way till 8 o'clock in the morning. My doctor comes in to check on me and his face just drops like he's seen a ghost. And I'm like, yeah, you see what I, that's exactly what I said. I said, yeah, you see what I look like? He just starts, like, he's still trying to stay calm, but he just starts moving. Find the operating room. Da -da -da. He's telling everybody, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yep, something's wrong. And so I'm like, what? And he's like, you have a blood clot. You developed a hematoma in your, in your, in your neck. And we got to now reopen you back up. So now everything that I went through, I now have to go through again. <laughs> and they have to call my husband again and tell him that they're putting me back in, into emergency surgery now. So <laughs> you guys can just imagine the fear he's going through, the fear I'm going through. I, look, I looked to my doctor in the face and I said, I have five kids. Okay. I need you to figure this out. I need you to do everything you can to make sure I'm okay. And he was like, Melissa, I am, you know, blah, blah, blah. We just got to get in there now. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And so did that, prayed before I went in. And as you see, I'm here. So we got, we got out of that. So I just, you know, it's just been a really rough and, you know, trying time for us. But before I wrap it up, I just, definitely want to thank my husband because without him I don't know how I would have gotten through through any of it honestly like when I say like physically so what really touched me was emotionally when I tell you this man never looked at me once like he was disgusted like you guys you don't understand. I had tubes coming out my neck, like Frankenstein. Like, I had tubes coming out the side of my neck, down to bloody drains, like these balls with, at the bottom. So I had two coming out the side of my neck. I had one coming out of my chest. And not once did he make a face like he was about to throw up, like he, like, like I was ugly. I literally looked and felt hideous. Like, my hair is all over my head. Like, I looked horrible. And he still had the love in his eyes that he has if I'm looking, well, not looking like this because I'm crying, but if I'm looking like how I look now, he still had the same sparkle in his eyes that he, he, he does with me when I look normal. And that meant so much to me. Like, you guys don't even understand. He changed my drains. He, like... He's not a nurse. He's not like 
the stuff that was coming out of those drains. <laughs> the stuff that was coming out of those drains was like gross. And he did it for me. Knowing that I couldn't, you know, too much move my arms. Like I couldn't move my neck at all. Like he sat there and he came up, up and down. Like I said, we got a, a big house and a, it's stairs and it's a lot of everything. Everything to get around this house is a lot. And he did it no matter how many times I needed him to come up the stairs to, to help me. No matter what I needed, he never complained, never looked at me any different, anything like that. And like, that just spoke volume and that just meant so much to me. And it just brought, both of our situations just really brought us that much closer um, in our relationship. And, yeah. Uh, ooh, yeah. yeah I, can't even, I, I, can't, I can't even talk. I can't even talk over with for so listening. Yeah. So it, it was rough. It was rough. Um, we just recently I had to do, well, I just recently had to go through a radiation pill. Um, and again, he was just there holding down the kids. I had to be locked away for two weeks. Um mm-hmm. In my room, couldn't go see him, couldn't see my kids, he couldn't sleep with me, nothing. And I so, couldn't even see a fingernail. <laughs> so, he literally did the day by day what we both would do to in a day, he did on his own, you know. And so, like I said, I just appreciate him and thank him for not making me feel any kind of way. And like I said, just, just the whole, I think you guys could, um, yeah, you guys should be able to look on YouTube or um, on our Instagram and you'll see the pictures of what I looked like. You'll be able to see a video. You'll be able to see pictures um, where? On YouTube? Or yeah, YouTube. Um, so yeah, we'll, um, we'll put it on Instagram too. Uh, yeah, so. so you'll see. I looked horrible. But he, like I said, never looked at me any other kind of way. Yeah, no. Like I said, we I, I told you before, man, uh, that we a team. That's that's just what it is. We a team, and we 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 run this thing together. Um, you're my wife, man. You're my best friend. You 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 you've been with me, good or bad, up or down. You've been there. It's a no burner to take care of my. Uh, yeah, it's a no burner to take care of my wife, man. It's a no-brainer to do that. It's okay. Um, I love you. <laughs> you don't make it easy. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a no-brainer to be there for my wife, man. For real. Um, <clears throat> obviously, you know, she'll do the same for me. Um, but that's not why we do this. We don't do it because you did it for me. I do it for you. We we do this. It's yeah. how we are in general. But um, waterworks are going. Okay. So we okay. gotta uh, we gotta we gotta change gears. But she know I love her and I I. I I won't ever leave her out there to, to, to drown. She know that. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, of course, I'm sure you forgive us for being gone so long. Um, but we're back and we're here. Oh, we back. We back. Um, yeah, for you guys, of course. And thank you guys for still listening. Yeah, uh, we really we do were... appreciate it. it. It keeps us going. Yeah, while we were gone. so We all can't breathe. Wife, neck slashed. And we both said... <laughs> We got to make a podcast for these people. <laughs> you know, so y'all definitely give us the encouragement that we need to keep going. Yes. But uh, I'm going to let my wife let y'all know where y'all can find us at, though. All right. So, of course, on YouTube is Esoteric Love. Yep. Um, our 
Instagram is esoteric love zero zero. Yeah. TikTok. Esoteric, esoteric love. love. Twitter. Twitter. Esoteric love. And that's E. Look here we go. E-S-O-T-E-R-I-C. Love. There we go. So you know how to spell it, so you can find us. All right, man. Till next time, we out. All right, love y'all. You were just listening to Esoteric Love, the podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Any questions or any topics you may have, hit us up on Instagram at Esoteric Love 00. That's Esoteric Love, E-S-O-T-E-R-I-C, Love 00.